Time for Politics Wednesday. Ginny Anderson is with us this morning and for uh, Megan, uh, Megan Woods and uh, Mark Mitchell is with us as well. Morning to both of you. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, morning G'day. Happy, happy, happy New Year. Um, you a couple, couple of things we need to tidy up there, Mark. I think I, I was watching Question Time yesterday, Ginny. I thought, hello, yep. she's got him. She's got him. <laughs> uh, but then this morning, uh, you got usurped a little bit. Now, Mark, what went wrong yesterday? Luxon says it's 500 over two years as promised. Not what you were suggesting yesterday. What's gone wrong? Actually, let me yeah. play you, Luxon. Here's Luxon part one. Mark may not have expressed himself as well as he should have. And here's Luxon part two. Mark could have expressed himself better. I'm sure he'll be on your show talking about that and, and we while. Yes, he is. And so here you are. What happened? Well, the boss is 100% right. Um, I got it wrong yesterday. I should have been much clearer um, when I was explaining that despite the challenges uh, around recruiting, um, we remain fully committed to delivering the additional 500 police officers over two years. That was a coalition uh, agreement, and we remain committed to it. Um, I got too wrapped up in talking about the challenges um, as the incoming government that we face that we have to deal with, but we will deal with those. Um, and there's, I was in Gisborne last year, Late last year, I met um, the staff there. There's a great young recruitment guy that's working very hard to recruit police officers in the district. I went to the recruit wing graduation um, last week. Now, they, they could only um, fill half the wing, but there were four recruits there from Gisborne. So we just got to find those sort of pockets of excellence around the country and um, and keep moving towards and doing the best we can. You're satisfied, to, uh, you're satisfied with that, Ginny? So you, you almost had them, but it is two, not three. Yeah, well, I'd say what an absolute circus, Mike. Um, not only did Mark Mitchell say that quite clearly on record in the House yesterday, but he also said it on live TV on the day before. And I quote him, he says, well, I think realistically 500 New South over the next three years is what we're aiming for. So, you know, Mark had been going around for a wee bit telling everybody that it was three years, not two years. The bosses picked up on this and corrected him. But it really demonstrates a lack of communication going on internally with not only National, but National and its coalition partners. The one thing I would say is this. I actually feel that it's really important to be honest with the public and be upfront about what we're facing, the challenges that we have. Under the Labor government, they broke their promises three times around the recruitment of numbers, and they were dishonest and they misled the public around the numbers, the 1,800. It was actually 1,500 with 300 authorised officers. So I actually believe that it is important to front up and be honest about the challenges that we face, the bit that I got wrong is that I should have reinforced and, and stated that we are committed as part of that coalition agreement that we will do everything that we can and I'll work as hard as I can to deliver those 500 additional police officers Good. within that two years. Okay, fantastic. Um, second part of it, Ginny, do you reckon, Is I mean, you'll say yes, but is Aisha on to something with this Costello thing and, and, and the business of the tobacco tax? The argument being for people who haven't followed it, she claims she asked for advice on everything. And in within the everything was the bit on the tax. And you were trying to pin her on the tax. Are we being, playing semantics here or not? I think it's incredibly important, particularly ministers of the Crown, that they are very clear what they ask for and what they receive. And the devil is in the detail, uh, particularly in an area really controversial like this, where there has been um, some uh, speculation around the influence of tobacco lobby on some of those people uh, in government now and some of their choices to make uh, get rid of that smoke-free legislation. So we'll see more. There'll be further questions asked and further information made available. But we really want to get down to the fact of whether she's telling the truth or not. What do you reckon, Mark? She looked to me in question time yesterday, and I mean, you can't blame her because time's time's against her. I mean, she looks brand new. She is brand new. And um, did she get caught? 
No, not at all. And I think, look, she's outstanding, Casey Costello. She's got a big resume before she came to Parliament, and she'll be an outstanding uh, minister, without a doubt. And, um, you know, it's, she was very clear with her answers in the House. She said, what I want to say around the smoke-free stuff, Mike, is this. We didn't re- repeal our smoke-free legislation in this country. We repealed a piece of legislation that the Labor government were bringing in that was going to actually um, increase the risk to retailers and create a black market for the gangs to deal in cigarettes. So our smoking rates in this country go down. They continue to go down because we've got world-class smoke-free legislation, and the, and the government willfully and, and intentionally spun it that we were getting rid of the entire smoke-free legislation, which, of course, we didn't do. We got rid of the useless piece of legislation that was going to create a black market for the gangs to operate in New Zealand. Um, Ginny, James Shaw, thoughts? Oh, he's a good guy. I always had time for him. He was a genuinely... Uh, you know, a good politician who cared about what he did and, and he bridged a gap. He sort of brought what the Greens were as um, outside the tent, brought them in and made some significant change that will really impact our environmental future. Um, and he's just generally a nice guy. Climate Commission, if he was offered the job, would you object politically? He was saying earlier on the programme he wasn't convinced that politicians should have that job. Well, that's a choice for him, but I, I'd, I'd encourage him to take up any role that, that has um, a say in New Zealand's uh, future, particularly around climate change. Do you worry about the Greens now that the last environmentalist is gone? Uh, I think that they'll always regenerate. They've had a really good boost in the last election, and those young people coming through will continue to, to carry their message well. Mark, James? Oh, I really like James. I've always got on with him. Um, I consider him a friend. Um, I've admired his passion and, and, um, and the work that he's done as a parliamentarian. I think that it was an awkward fit for him. Um, certainly in the latter years in the Greens, um, they tried to get rid of him, which was, you know, and then put no one else up actually to replace him. Um, and I just wish him all the best. And I think that he's still got a role to play um, in our country around environment and, and climate change. Would you object to the Climate Change Commission? Well, that, that's not my decision. Um, no, I know, but so would you object to it? I, I, I mean, do you I, care? I, I, no, what I was trying to say to him before, if, you, if you're passionate about right. something, who cares whether you're a politician or not? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know. He knows a lot more about that position, why it was created and what the criteria are to fill it. But um, but in terms of James having a role, if he has having a role somewhere in the future, I, absolutely I wouldn't be against it. I, I, I admire him and, and I think that he's very capable. Now, are you in trouble? Talk to me about the police and Jenny will be interested in the answer here. But but this this guy, Wikitana Popata, who was stopping mm. people going fishing up north, what the hell was going on there? Why'd you let them get away with that? Well, look, I've been very clear um, with the Commissioner that um, my expectation is, and, and the government's expectation that, is that um, law-abiding citizens have their rights um, uh, protected above those that um, that are breaking the law. So but they won't. Um, the, the, well, the, well, I and, saw the picture. The they, they turn up with their boat and they get turned around because old old Wikitana's there, saying, you know, you're catching too many snapper, go home. So the commissioner obviously has got operational, um, you know, oversight and independence. Uh, but without a doubt, there'll be a conversation about what happened up there, what the police actions, uh, what transpired. Well, are you having a conversation about it? Are you concerned about what you obviously saw? I am concerned about what I saw, and there will be a conversation that happens between myself and the Commissioner because I've been very clear with him that in New Zealand, um, law-abiding citizens that are going about their daily lives will have their rights protected above those that want to disrupt them or break the law. Because the last time we talked about this last year, he apparently, this is Costa, was on the same page as you and it was all go. It doesn't look like it's all go at all. Well, we'll, we'll uh, like I said to you, we'll be having, I'll be having a discussion with the Commissioner and getting some more information in terms of what happened up north. Jenny, what do you think? 
Well, Mark's had a reality check. He's, he's realised he can't wave a wand and restore law and order to New Zealand like he promised at the election. Um, and so issues like this uh, always do crop up from time to time. And it's important we have people around. Um, unfortunately, we just saw Deputy Commissioner Wally Homaha retire just last week. Mark was there with me. Uh, Wally's role was really to come and bring people in to negotiate in those situations to settle them down as quickly as possible. And I really hope that those iwi liaison officers who do that important work aren't some of the roles that will be cut from the 6.5% cut that police so, so my, will receive. Ginny's right, there is no magic wand. We've had six years we've gone backwards rapidly, but I would say this, that in the last two months I've seen a really strong response from police in terms of the way gangs now are being policed. Um, these tangies where they used to take over public spaces and abuse and threaten members of the public, they're now, the police now have got a proper response and I've had very positive mm-hmm. feedback from the people of Fokatani and Foxton to say that they felt safe and that it was a um, and that it was not a sure Michael Hill would agree sports. with you. Currently, I've been watching a bit yeah, of that well, over I, the holiday I, period. Well, so, I'd so, say Mark. So, I'd say Mark uh, that we we delivered eighteen hundred police. You're struggling to agree with your yeah, boss. Yeah, in crime, in five hundred or not. In crime, we, in we crime increased got worse, police. Jenny. We increased in police resources by fifty percent, and you're going to cut it by six point five. And Jenny, so Jenny, I, you missed your, you missed your targets three times on your eighteen hundred. You, you misled the public and said it was eighteen hundred when it was fifteen hundred. And by the way, the whole time crime went up. So we're going to get on top of it. I'd just say like say that in terms of the. Michael Jewellers, those every single um, aggravated robbery, um, wherever it is in the country, Mike, is awful. It's terrible for well, the Well, yeah, no, it's saying it's awful, Mark, it's not really solving the but, problem, but, is but, it? But, but, I mean, I can no, say but, it's awful. But, but, the one, but the one thing that I would say is this, and, and if you talk about, in my impact, Silverdale, the police response was immediate, it was decisive, and they had the offender in custody within 20 minutes. And that included a chase. That wouldn't have happened under a Labor government. So they are catching them. And the, and, and mm-hmm. the other part, too, of course, is there's got to be consequences. So we've got a big program of work this year to make sure that we start to actually get into and turn this uh, this retail and this violent crime well, the country's been Well, pressure's on you now. That's, that's the responsibility of government, isn't it? Mark Mitchell and Ginny Anderson for another uh, Wednesday morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.